Welcome to the Into the Squared Circle Podcast's Weekend Insider. Now here's your host. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, GBs, and welcome to another special episode, because this is a dual podcast where I'll do a video for YouTube, of course, and right here on the podcast, if you're listening. So this episode is the Weekend Insider. Now, for those on YouTube that doesn't know, I do a Weekend Insider over the weekend, kind of highlight my top highlights that's going on in the world of pro wrestling, and then I do my normal weekday episodes as well. By the way, available on all major podcasting outlets like iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. So go out there and search it now. All you have to do is type in into the Squared Circle Podcast. It's that very simple. And yes, I'm available on Facebook, X, Instagram, and on YouTube. Right here on YouTube. If you're watching, hit the subscribe. I got your attention. Alright, folks. So, on this episode, I'll give you guys my top highlights. The final weekend of October of 2023, as we're itching closer to Halloween. Are you excited? And uh, yes, I did watch Friday Night Smackdown this past Friday on FS1. Not on Fox, FS1. You know, part of the Fox family, right? And All Eat Wrestling Collision on TNT. So I'm going to pick one highlight from both shows. Let's talk about Friday, shall we? On FS1. And I got to say, it was a solid night of WWE Smackdown this past Friday. Um, not too shabby. Not too shabby. But it's a little change here, folks. A little little on, a, on an aggressive side from LA Knight, who uh, made his presence know this past Friday on SmackDown. So if you remember last Friday, and that's if you watch SmackDown, um, Roman Reigns is trying to dethrone L.A. Knight, as usual. Uh, Sean, who's the real big dog on SmackDown? Look, we all know L.A. Knight is a huge, huge, huge star, okay? If you've been living under the rock, yeah, go check it out, man. And I'm a fan. My personal feelings, I'm a fan of L.A. Knight, a unique superstar it gives me that 90s attitude era character. And that's why I love about LA Knight so much. It's unique, right? Roman Reigns, he's like this mafia uh, style boss who, uh, you know, has a gang organization out to hunt and destroy anything and everyone in the way of the bloodline on SmackDown or Raw or WWE in general, right? So. We finally have a new baby face top star that's like a rebel, an outlawish superstar that couldn't match up Roman Reigns. That's not Cody Rhodes, right? So it, it, it's amazing. It's amazing to see the popularity, the growth, the growth of L.A. Knight, who was, again, it was, he's saying his word a joke when he was part of that maximum male model. And then he switched the name to L.A. Knight, but then Steam started picking up, and fans were picking up his shtick. I can't say shtick, because I love this character, uh, his gimmick. So, last Friday on SmackDown, Roman Reigns shut him down pretty quick. And what's amazing about this past Friday on SmackDown, Roman Reigns came out, 
So when he came out to kick off SmackDown, I was waiting for this whole 10-minute intro of Roman Reigns lifting the titles, belts off, pyro going off, taking a sweet-ass time going down to the ring. Well, it was cut off really quick from L.A. Knight because he came out and he just cut him off just like, like that. Phenomenal. And it, it saved me a couple minutes because I'm like, oh, well, go to the bathroom, go to the kitchen, get some snacks. By the time I come back, maybe Roman will be in the ring. Nope, L.A. Knight saved all that for me. He came out, and uh, it's contract signing, folks, because Crown Jewels, WWE Crown Jewels was coming up on a Saturday, November 4th, next weekend, coming around the corner. So I'll have my previews and prediction right here on the podcast and on YouTube. As usual, I'm always, almost, almost right. Maybe 90 to 95% of my predictions are right. Phenomenal. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check it out on my previous episodes on the podcast or on YouTube. Um, man, I love doing these. I love to see where the storyline is going. As a fan, sit back and watch and enjoy it. I just love the twists and turns. I love it. And this is why WWE popularity is growing. This is why they're selling out arenas, selling out tickets, moving merch. Um, again, Survivor Series right here in Chicago. If you see, I'm a Cubs fan here. Uh, again, All-State Arena, opening up a little bit of seats, of course, if you knew about it or not. Uh, I looked at the list, and they have seats behind the stage. Maybe they'll downscale, downscale the stage and make it a uh, like a, a Royal Rumble or, or SummerSlam. Or you, you don't need a big stage. You don't need the massive pyro. Just a little bit of LDD, LED, can't speak. Um, that's all you need. So, I, I, who knows? Maybe I will be there. So, let's go back to SmackDown here, folks. I'm going off a tangent here. Um, so, LNA made his presence know this past Friday on SmackDown. Okay? So, he came out and he showed Roman Reigns. He don't give two shits what he thinks. L.I. Knight could do whatever the hell he wants, and he sure the hell did. So Friday Night SmackDown ended where I believe Roman Reigns got involved in the main event, of course. I believe who was involved in the main event? Jimmy Uso. A brain fart here. But long story short, so uh, towards the end of SmackDown, L.A. Knight managed to wipe out Roman Reigns on SmackDown. And uh, maybe that was a little teaser to Crown Jewels. Now, the question is, I have for you, the viewers and the listeners. Will L.A. Knight dethrone Roman Reigns? Long story booking here, folks. Is now the time for L.A. Knight to win the titles at Crown Jewels, probably not. Um, again, you you have a great match, a great match WrestleMania this past April between Cody and Roman Reigns, but Cody failed, and, I, I, and not necessarily. If it wasn't for the bloodline interfering that match, maybe Cody could have been the champion. But is now the time? For LA Knight to win the titles. No, not yet. Um, 
would this be a good opportunity for LA Knight to elevate elevate his um you know his superstar status? Absolutely. Um you got him to that level, right? To the Roman Reigns level. Now you're going to shoot him up to start him. Not like he's a star now, but just take him even higher uh after that main event. It will help him. It helped Cody, right? After his loss to WrestleMania, right? And it will definitely will help LA Knight at Crown Jewels. So we will get dig deeper in my predictions for Crown Jewels within a couple of days. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Between Roman Reigns and LA Knight, I think Roman's going to walk away. little teaser for my predictions. All right. So that's my top highlight from SmackDown. Now, if I had two highlights for SmackDown and Collision, obviously John Cena would be my second one. Um, obviously, Cena's been teasing for the second week in a row now that he wants to retire. Or maybe up here in his mind, he thinks so. Now, my my personal beliefs here, folks, again, just, just my personal opinion, which don't mean jack squat to anybody. I'm a fan just like you, right? So John Cena, uh, there's pretty good chance he might go back to Hollywood, right? Same thing with The Rock. Obviously, The Rock came available due to the, and I I assume, the writer strikes. Now, the writer strike is done. The deal has been in place. Everyone's gone back to work. So with the writer strikes going back to work, meaning movies are being made. Movies are being made. It's time for these guys, like Rock, Cena, to go back to work and start making movies. So, which which means that years, I'm talking about years in advance, things are getting planned for movies. So, that, that means the Rock schedule is going to be busy. It's going to be busy. Uh, obviously, he's a businessman. Same thing with Cena. He's going to be busy, not just with movies, but he also does commercials as well. So we know Cena's schedule is going to be busy. They're like, gee, what's that got to do with limited in the ring? As I mentioned, insurance liability. Guy is a Hollywood superstar. The last thing he needs is have a muscle torn or a broken bone, and he's not able to function in Hollywood. That's why this past Friday in SmackDown, Paul Heyman was like, Solo Sokoa, he has his thumb. He can use that and do something. See what I'm doing here? If you're watching on YouTube, I'm touching my throat. Paul Heyman is threatening John Cena that Solo Sokoa will take out the moneymaker right here. He needs this, his voice, to make movies, right? To speak, talk. So, that's the reason why Cena's either going to notch it down or he's off in Hollywood now. That's it. His in-ring career is winding down. So if you see Cena live in television or in person, enjoy it. Embrace it because you never know when he will start slowing down completely. Or maybe make a one-off every four or five years, right? So enjoy while we have Cena, right? 
embrace it. Embrace the greatness. Okay. So that's where I'm going for that. But if I had a top two highlights, that would be it. Had enough of pro wrestling? Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G Beast, which is now available on all major podcasting outlets. So if you want to headbang, try to keep up with me. You will fail miserably, but you can still try. There's no harm in that. From headbanging in the front row to raging in the pit, G Beast is a passionate rock and metal fan that loves his music. Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G Beast today. You hear the door slam and realize there's nowhere left to run. You feel the cold hand wonder if you'll ever see the sun. You close your eyes. All right, so let's talk about my top highlight the single top highlight from all elite wrestling collision this past saturday on tnt it was the main event of collision it was the instant classic i'm talking about the aew world heavyweight champion mjf versus of the cleaner kenny omega a great match great match um, again, a little bit of storytelling in this match because, look, MJF doesn't have the full-on, how you want to word it, his, his wrestling techniques and skills are a little different compared to what Kenny Omega does, right? Kenny Omega is fast-paced, high-risk, uh, you know, Lucha, New Japan style, British style. Again, just... Fast, 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 high spots, insane moves. Topes over the ring ropes, suicide dives. MJF is not well known for topes and suicide dive, which he did pull off. He did it, I believe, twice. He pulled it off, jumping over the ropes because he's like, hey, you know what? If you want to do it, I can do it better, right? And uh, there were some scary spots where MGF was involved in this match. There was a point where Kenny Omega threw MGF over the ropes. And I'm not sure if MGF hit his head in the, in the ring apron, but it sounded like a fuck, you know, like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, did he just like hit his head? He's going to get a concussion, but seeing like he was fine. The other scary one were... I believe Kenny Mega did a package pile driver, some kind of body slam move through a table with MJF, which was another scary part as well. So these guys put their body to the limits yesterday. They put each other to the test. As Jim Ross would call it a slobber knocker, a hell of a match. Hands down, hell of a WWE, not WWE, AEW title match. See, I, I'm screwing up here because I, I I enjoyed this match. So, again, MJF has a X on his back, right? So, not only he just defeated Kenny Omega in collision, Samoa Joe's coming for him. Wardlow's coming for him. Jay White's coming for him. And then you have the guns 
who are coming for him for the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles. So MJF has a massive X on his back. And whoever's behind this devil's mask, right? Which we still don't know who is it. You know, we don't know if it is MJF playing the half good guy and half devil. Or maybe somebody else is, you know, following him around the devil's mask. We don't know. So all we know, MJF has people targeting him like crazy. And his best friend, Adam Cole's at home, right? Resting up from being injured from his, from his, from his ankle. So a long story short to recap this, it was a great main event match. Another key point throughout collision. I thought, you know, I'm like, Oh man, it was Brian Danielson. Now, if you watch Brian Danielson in the main event of Dynamite this past Wednesday, you had Kushka Okada, uh, who else? Orange Cassidy, tag team up against Claudio Castanoli and Brian Danielson. And towards the very end, I'm not sure if it was Okada's Rainmaker finishing move with the forearm or it was the actual um, Orange Cassidy's punch. Now, if you've seen it, and I talked about it on my last episode of Into the Square Circle podcast. Uh, it was the awkwardness at the very end of Dynamite. You know, we didn't know if Danielson's injury was legit or it was a shoot. I mean, that same thing, but it was a work. So we didn't know if he was legit injured or not. And I guess Claudio Castanoli made it clear in his promo this past Saturday in Collision that Danielson broke a orbital bone. You're like asking, what the hell is that? Well, is this piece right here, right? Orbital bone right here. I sock it. Uh, this is the part where he broke it. And if you watch Danielson, <clears throat> he had his hand like this. He was cradling on the ground on Wednesday at Dynamite. So you knew something was not right, right? But at the same time, the, the announcers were a little sad. Okay, AEW Dynamite, this coming Wednesday. Excuse me. Um, it wasn't uplifting the way they ended it. But there was no explanation of what was going on in the ring. So it was a legit injury and has a very serious injury. So we don't know if he's going to be under the knife to get surgery. Or say something that will heal and they'll take all we know is this injury from Brian Danielson right here. So orbital faction broken bone. It's gonna cost them the rest of the year. So um unfortunately, sadly, as wrestling fans, we hate seeing that stuff happen, but we're gonna lose more time of Danielson on television due to that injury. And remember, he's planning on retiring pretty soon. So we're, we just, just lost two months of Danielson due to the injury. But as a fan, we wish Brian Danielson all the, the, all the healing, right? All the prayers we can give him. And we wish him all the best. And uh, man, horrible. Absolute horrible. So that concludes my top highlight for AEW Collision this past Saturday. And the top highlight for WWE SmackDown this past Friday on FS1. All right, folks, here we go. That's it. Happy Halloween. Be safe. 
Have a great, great week as always as we're cruising into the first week of November. And again, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe. If you're listening right here in the podcast, and all you have to do is subscribe as well, no matter what podcasting outlets. And where is that, G? Well, very simple. Into the Square Circle Podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, so many out there. So wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, hit the like and hit the subscribe. And follow me on my social media platforms right here on YouTube. Hit the subscribe on Facebook, X, and Instagram. All you have to do is search Into the Square Circle Podcast. All right, my friends, have a great, great rest of your week. And I will talk to you guys about post-WWE Raw, right? Uh, AEW Dynamite, my previous predictions on Crown Jewels this weekend, and whatever's going on in pro wrestling. All right, my friends, take care and happy wrestling. Bye-bye, everybody.